Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey coaches, have you ever wished you could clone yourself to save time? If your answer is yes, the Sydney platform might be right up your alley. With my own work, I use the Sydney platform to connect with my coaches and leaders and stay organized when I'm not there. The app is super easy to use, and I love the video feature where teachers can film lessons and coaches and leaders can record video reflections. This app saves me a ton of time and is a game changer in terms of being able to truly connect to my people in between visits when I'm not there. I can even stay organized with the individualized resources section for each person I'm coaching all in one place. And I don't know about you, but I like to try something before I buy it. Because of that, I've gotten Sydney to let you try the platform for free first to see if it's actually a good fit. If you're interested, go to sydney.com slash TWE to check it out and claim your free coaching package. That's S-I-B-M-E dot com forward slash T-W-E or click the link in the show notes. Welcome to episode 59 of Coaching the Whole Educator podcast. I'm Becca Silver, and I am going to be doing an unusual solo episode today. And the thing I want to talk to you about is our addiction to being right. (laughs) So I uh, speak about this often with the coaches and leaders that I work with. Our righteousness is in all of us. And as a matter of fact, it is kind of a default way our brains work. Being right is actually a form of judgment. Now, before you start thinking, I'm a good person, I don't judge others, I have some bad news. Here's the bad news. Our brains are wired for judgment. Neurologically, we are rewarded for that. In the caveman days, those that survived had good judgment. Is this berry poisonous or nutritious? Is that animal friendly or will it attack? Is my neighbor helpful or harmful? You could boil all of these questions down to, is it good or bad for me? This was necessary discernment for survival. In fact, the most discerning folks survived. So today we're busy judging everything in our world. It is our brains trying to keep us alive. We are assessing, evaluating, and judging everything around us. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it true? Is it false? As a matter of fact, you're probably doing that right now listening to me. Human beings are, in fact, judging machines. A very common form of judging is the need to be right. Being right about others protects us from the uncertainty 
of not understanding their complexity. And our brains hate uncertainty. If I make a decision about them, she's just lazy. You don't have to deal with the cognitive dissonance of figuring out why she hasn't contributed, for example, in team meetings all year long. I get to be right. She's lazy. So I want to tell you about something recently that happened on an airplane. So I'm on airplanes often, and I have a lovely little routine that I do when I go on airplanes. So when I board, I walk in and I sit right down on my seat and I take out my computer and I get to work. I pop in my AirPods I and I'm, I'm jamming out and I am getting work done from the moment I sit down to the moment I have to put my computer away. So I'm always very focused on the thing that I'm doing. And so most often the flight attendant, because I am deaf to the world, flight attendant has to come and um, tell me to put my computer away because I've missed the announcement that I have to put it away. And so uh, this is my routine. So I'm doing, I'm doing my work and I, and I have to be (laughs) kindly reminded to put my computer away. Well, this one flight, when I board, I uh, first of all noticed one of the flight attendants in in the very front of the plane, uh, she was very animated talking to the, uh, another flight attendant. And I noticed she was complaining and I didn't know what she was complaining about. She's complaining about something or even someone. So I do my usual, pop in my AirPods, take out my computer, doing the work. And so the announcement comes on. I have to put away my computer. I don't hear it. And she comes and stands right next to me. And she says, this is what she says. She says, I already made the announcement. You need to put your computer away. And she looked at me and she said, and you need to get off the phone. And I looked her dead in the eye and I said, I'm not on my phone. And she kind of snapped at her and I was like, oh my goodness. I kind of surprised myself too. And I realized she was hearing the guy behind me be on his phone. And and then I, I put my computer away and and that was that. But I watched her and she walked all of what? eight steps from my seat to the the front part of the plane again. And she's talking to the other flight attendant. And I realize, or I think, I'm pretty sure, she's complaining about me to him. Now, I don't know for sure, right? But I, at that moment, I'm convinced this woman is complaining about me to this man. And so I hop on my phone and I am quickly texting my friend before we take off. I'm like, I can't believe, can you believe that she did this? And so in my eyes, the flight attendant had committed many crimes and I was definitely right. And she was definitely a terrible person. So that is my story about being righteous about other people. Okay. So adding to the fact that our brains naturally default to being right and judging, we are in fact rewarded for it. Little reward chemicals like adrenaline and dopamine get released in our brain when we're right. They make us feel good and dominant and even invincible. We get essentially all doped up on being right. Being right has all sorts of functions, protecting us from many things like the uncertainty of the unknown, being wrong, being hurt, etc. Now, if someone needs to be right, then naturally the other person must be wrong. Let's look at the brain of the person that's being made wrong. 
I want you to think of a time that you could tell someone was making you wrong for something. How did it feel? Neurologically, our brain is scanning our environment five times a second unconsciously for whether it is safe or dangerous. Five times a second. Just in that statement, your brain was scanning the environment probably 20 times. In the end, we definitely can sense when people are making us wrong. Now, what happens when our brain determines it's unsafe? To understand this, we must understand two parts of our brain, our amygdala and our prefrontal cortex. Prefrontal cortex's job is very important. It's in charge of reasoning, problem solving, comprehension, impulse control, creativity, and perseverance. Our amygdala is the part of our brain in charge of our survival. When the amygdala is in charge, we see things in black and white. We assume that they are against us, not with us. Our brains are biased to assume the situations are dangerous rather than not. So when we feel unsafe, we essentially flip our lid and our amygdala takes over. And this is called an amygdala hijack. The survival part of our brain is not the part of our brain that is wired for connection. So the reason why I am sharing all of this with you is when we find we are being right about someone, the question I want you to ask is, do I want to be right or connected? Do I want to be right or effective in impacting them? Do I want to be right or do I want to stand for their potential? So my call to action for you today is listen to your thoughts. Notice when you are being right about someone, not if you're being right about someone, when you're being right about someone. And I challenge you to shift your thoughts from being right to being more committed to being connected. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.